We have no intentions to educate anyone with this podcast. We will try to talk about jujitsu, but we cannot make any promises to stay on topic. Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Metrics on the Mats! On the Motherfucking Mats! My name is Beverly and... I'm Wei Tran. Yay! And we are the Midgets on the Mats. Uh, today we're going to talk about what it takes to be a white belt. I mean... Uh, no, it, definitely not about what it takes to be a white belt. Don't, don't listen to us because we have no clue what it takes to be a blue belt. Because... <laughs> no, 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 seriously. You, we, we can look up several different websites on what to do, you know, different white belt tips. And... We, we're not doing most of those things. No. And here we are. Blue. <laughs> and here we are. I mean, there's, there's some things that definitely took us to white belt. We, I mean, we, we all have um, deficiencies in our games. <laughs> deficiencies like minerals. <laughs> okay. So today we're just going to look up what does the internet say about being a white belt? So we're gonna go through those things. Midges on the mat. It's just nice to be in the gear again. How do you feel? What? Why? Why, why can't we roll? You got no but, but, COVID. Yeah, but your grips. COVID, my, but your my grips are your, your grips are looking nice. I wanna I wanna strangle you right now. <laughs> those wrists are looking nice out there. <laughs> but you say that on the train. Well, I, I those see that. When someone's reading a book, and like, those wrists are looking a little naked. Yeah, I, I like wrist locks. I, I've been wrist locking white belt since I was a white belt. But I never really put them on except for a few times. Really? I uh, know. Only to us? No, only... Well, there's oh, you mean belts. in public? No, 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 oh. no, in public. I'm not, I'm not going around wrist locking people in public. I'm not, I'm not shaking someone's hand and saying, Oh, that's... Oh, Ooh, that's a good grip we got there. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know what urges that serial killers have. I don't. I don't have those urges when I see someone's wrist. I'm, actually, I might. Speaking of serial killers, okay, this is another. This is another <laughs> subject already. But I was thinking about being a serial killer or a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> you serial killers out there, tell me what you think. Oh, and I was thinking about chopping people up. When I cut chicken into chicken skin, it's quite hard to cut into those skin and bones. So imagine for like a murderer to chop someone up. You have to get a butcher's knife, and imagine like your knife is a I mean, sharp. That, that, you that have depends. to be like. <laughs> well, that depends if if your serial killer thing is chopping people. Yeah, but I'm what, just saying. What, 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 what if you're a strangler? You, your, your your preference might be strangling. Yeah, where do you like, look? You know, like, <laughs> Awkward like, eye contact. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you might, you might be you might be strangling from behind like that. How do you know they're dead? Oh yeah, they'll go limp. They go. Uh, they they. Well, what if like it was a BJJ guy murdering and they were like, oh, I feel bad. Let me put, let me lay them down, put their legs up <laughs> for, the, it, for the blood it. to come yeah, back to their brain. They were like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I oh, sorry, that, was, that was instinct. I'm sorry. It was, it was a mistake. I shouldn't have killed you. I, I looked back at my, uh, uh, my past and I realized, <laughs> realization, <laughs> realization, I shouldn't have killed you. I'm so sorry. This is them holding the, the legs up. I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. So we don't want to, we don't want to use it on you guys. Don't come up to us. Because we will break <laughs> with laughter. <laughs> well, well it, it kind of depends. I mean, if if I don't like you and <laughs> and, and and you're using violence first, then I will I will be, I will happily use violence back. <laughs> but but if, I'm not gonna do it to everyone I don't like. Because if I do it to everyone I don't like, then you have that's, no that's, 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 <laughs> that's a lot. Of, no, they're really enemies, so they're not friends. Oh no! So that's that's a lot of assault charges on me, and I don't want that to happen because no. I don't. Wanna get 
you, know. you have a bad name. They'll be like, Wei Tran, the wrist locker. Cause, cause he wrist locks in public. <laughs> hide your wrist, hide your wrist, hide your wrist, hide your, hide your wives, hide your daughters, hide your wrists. Because he'll get them. I remember one point in training, I would always cover my wrist when you were around because I was like, he's coming. Dun 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 dun. He's gonna wrist lock you. You have to always cover your ankles when you're next to Wei. You have to cover every crevice because he'll use it as an opportunity. It's a good, it's good, it's good. As soon as you see Wei, you have to like clamp up. And look, you're, you're one of my, you're, you're, you're my favorite training partner in the world. And you're, you're, you're one of my closest and dearest friends. I don't want you to get wrist locked by other people. I am training you. You're training, training, I, training me for the outside I'm, I'm world. I'm training you for the outside world because there's a bunch of wrist lockers out there that have they, they, they picked up wrist locks along the way because first they started off as muggers and, and some, <laughs> some, some, some of them might be highwaymen on horses and, and stuff. You know the, those old school highwaymen, they robbing, the, the, people. The, the robbing people in the countryside. Oh my and, god. And Is that where it came from? Savages. I'm a savage. What? I don't know the word. I don't know the dance. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the topic. We went how many minutes? Nine minutes. <laughs> Nine minutes off topic. Alright, so we're going to go through the internet and what did we type on Google? We typed in tips for white belts BJJ and see if we kind of resonate with it. I look at the list as any of those lists as a blue belt and I'm thinking I don't do most of those things. Eight out of ten of those things I'm not doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so this is this is I mean, a good learning. I mean, this is a good I mean, learning. I mean, I mean, look at this: master the bridge and the hipscape. I'm shit. At, I'm shit at hipscape. No, I just recently I learned. I recently, um, <laughs> I'm just recently um, getting the details. <laughs> How long did it take you to learn the forward roll? Uh, just now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think so. was, I think you mentioned a month ago that yeah. this is the first time you did it properly. Yeah, the forward rolls. I started doing roly polies. Mm -hmm. Now I'm doing what you guys are doing and doing like the one-sided thing, that one. The, sh the shoulder one. The shoulder one. Oh the my god, one. I'm such a pro. But I'm still, I'm still not doing it like you guys because you guys do it from like standing. The height, that's scary. The height. <laughs> you guys are so good, so brave. Really. So brave from really going short. from top, from standing to forward roll. That's a big step. That's like a roller coaster in itself. So for me, for me, it's a big step from doing it from the knees. I feel like that's all I need. So purple belt, I'll get you. i get you forward roll standing up. So what Beverly's trying to say that she'll eventually master one of the most basic movements <laughs> in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu by the time she's purple belt. <laughs> Put my hand up. Go ahead. Can I just say, this is why I love this sport. Because you don't need everything now. It doesn't matter if you can't do the basics now, you'll get it later. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I got your back. You know, it, <laughs> I think you. Were, I think you were in the same class as I was when our coach. We, we, were, we were going through the warm ups, and he was so disgusted by how bad our inverted rows were <laughs> that he got that. it. He got us to do it for half the lesson, probably two thirds of the lesson. Midges on the mat. Number one is be a good drilling partner. So essentially, allowing your let me see, allow your partner to learn mechanics and timing of the technique. Help them. Give them your feedback. So it's so it's essentially talking about how not to well keep throwing the wrench every time your partner's trying to learn a, a Yeah, drill. just give them a chance. I mean like, especially in drilling, there's no need to go ham. Um, there's no need to 
You do get that. Muscle. We, we, we've had those training partners before. I know. And then you're like, for me anyway, my ego gets in the way. Like <laughs> when I have training partners that go hard in drilling, I'm just like, ah, I'm, you know, I'm going to go hard. But then you realize that's not good for them or for myself. So, I mean, when you have someone who's not a good drilling partner, it is good for communication. For me, when I tell someone off, I don't mean to be telling them off. That's just who I am. <laughs> So I'm just be like, oh, dude, don't do that. Don't do that next time. Or just not mean to, to just to correct them because they'll know next time for the next training partner. And listen, listen to the, listen to the feedback and don't take it too personal. I think it depends as well because you're going to get some training partners who are using the opportunity to inflate their ego. Yes. While they, they want to look like um, the big person. Yeah. They want to look like they know everything. I mean, I had a training partner that lasted a week oh. in jiu-jitsu he, he looks exactly like Mike Tyson but a lot shorter <gasps> I don't think you met him how cute Mike Tyson but, but smaller did he, the, did he talk like this no he didn't, he didn't he didn't talk he like broke that. my back I, I think the MMA coach at that gym as well mentioned that you look like Mike Tyson. He must have been like, yeah, I fight like him too. But I remember he was uh, not a good training partner because he was very much a smart ass. Because he's one of those guys. In what way? So what is smart ass? Because he, he would counter the drill. He would oh. counter the drills and he, and he gives you that. You know he. You know that look that someone gives you. He gives you that look. Say, oh, look how smart I am. Yeah, and it's like, dude, yeah, that, we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you know those people who think they're smarter than they really are? Yeah. Or they're smarter than they think they are? Yeah. You know so, them ones. You know them ones. So, we, so that's, what, that's what he was doing. <sighs> and eventually he, he didn't last very long. Because we're not sparring. No. I mean, we, we are going to put some resistance eventually, gradually. Just so we can test the integrity of the, each movement. So you know that you're doing it correctly. Yeah. So there's no point. So if we're doing a, a sweep, for example, there's no point of just um, you letting me just let you fly around. I need to know if this sweep works under uh, when you give me certain type of pressure. Yeah. I mean, when I was a white belt, I really appreciated the partners I had. I had a couple of people who were very, very patient with me, who helped me and they explained to me slowly. Midges on the mat. Hey. So, are you gonna go? Are you going uh, for any any other? Oh. No, no, because I mean, the, the, some of the things are very obvious, like tap on your partner, not the mat. But some people I mean, do that anyway. Like if you're getting submitted, if I start tapping the mat, I don't know if you had this, but have you ever had a training partner where they're wearing a cup, and 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 they're, and they're, and the cup. Because I had a training partner once who was wearing a cup and his cup was pressing against my spine. <laughs> and I thought, oh, this is not good. It's it like, I'd much rather you choke me right now than I'll, I'll give up my neck just so you can just stop thrusting your cup right into my I was spine. Say, his, his, his hip must be thrusting like, against you. Like, he must have been like, Really pushing it towards you. Um, okay, so back to tapping. Yes, you're right. Tapping on the body is good. I mean, for me... <laughs> so, you can, so you can actually feel it. You I mean, can I'm, feel it. I mean, don't, don't do this because that, that, no. does, that might not feel anything. Yeah, like, you have good, yeah. Get a good smack. Really smack them. No pinching, just, just a good, solid tap, tap. Like, and verbal boom, boom. taps. Yes, do verbal taps too. Oh, well, right at the same time. Yeah, I, I sometimes forget to tap. In, in a way, just because like, I get too excited or like I'm just like, I need to get that verbiage in my head. Like, 
It's a verbal tap because sometimes I go, oh no. Like, ah. I, I, I need to say tap. So I need to relate a choke. No, not because you can't say tap, but like a footlock. It's more like footlocks. I forget to say tap because it's just like I'm just looking at them. I'm just like, no. No, 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 no. Oh no. Yeah. Midges on the mat. Don't wait until it hurts. Yeah, so that relates to tapping. In training, obviously you want to feel how it hurts. Like, you know when someone's doing a choke on you, you want to feel where the pressure is. When someone's doing an armbar, you want to feel how is this supposed to work. But don't wait. Well, we, we had, I've had some, I had training partners specifically when they were new white belts. No, no, training partners, but you know, most sparring partners. And, and the white belts and they are fighting out of an armbar with it. it's already straight yeah and it's one of those things where i some for someone who's a bit more experienced i had to let go it's one of those things where you have also have to look out for your training partners if they don't know that they're going to be hurt because sometimes you they don't know where the breaking point actually is because they're never experienced on the armbar and they might be someone who's big and strong and they think i can't do to this small person and it happens a lot when you're when your training partner is a lot bigger than you. Yes, like um, just just tap because it's it's not worth it. Like if you don't tap, you look stupid. Midges on the mat. Okay, next. There is there is no magic pill. If you're already thinking, what is the quickest way to get to this level? Then everyone has their own process. Everyone progresses in a very different speed mm -hmm. depending on what it is because some sometimes there might be a light bulb moment just enjoying the journey enjoying every class and being present with the class you'll gain more information because you're gaining the experience by watching you're gaining the experience by sparring by drilling by meeting these new people by being in the gym and that will progress you because you want to come more midges on the mat so don't let your emotions take over, especially when you're in a bad position. Yeah, don't let your emotion get the better of you. And that's what I love. Like, you, jiu-jitsu brings out emotions that wouldn't normally come out in the outside world. My ego would come out, my anger would come out, or I would save my anger from the day and bring it out, which is bad. You shouldn't. You shouldn't use that as... Um, you know the main source for you to go training but that part kind of calms down the more you train because you know how to handle your emotions you know how to kind of channel it in a different direction channel it through your training instead of at someone you know what i mean well i think that's the that's a um, very important point as well because you because you are pressured in jiu-jitsu you're pressured so now you're you're acting in the most base way so now everything is coming out that normally you would be able to put under control. So when people say, um, leave your ego out the door, you can't leave your ego out the door. Your ego is a part of you. And it's your job to control that or keep it under control. Mm -hmm. Or somehow, sometimes you might need that ego to save you, but you can't let it take over. So it's more about managing the ego, yeah. but it's also about managing your other emotions as well and that's why accidents happen when you don't know how to control that part of you because you can see it when someone when you're sparring with someone you can see it in their eyes or you can tell by their breathing the way something switched 
and then they want to hurt you like they want to go <laughs> like they they're quite you're like oh my god calm down no, that person in the gi is not going to hurt you because they've been in that position where they've learned to calm down but as newbies you need to relax <laughs> if you're if you've never been in that position where you have to confront all mm -hmm. of those different emotions at once i think you maybe you can't even recognize that you're doing this yeah and it needs to be pointed out to you yeah so that is a struggle because sometimes there might be i mean their ego might be flaring up and they don't even recognize it themselves so yeah it might be for someone who's training with them to tell them yeah it's good it's good if your yeah. training partner um tells you but it's also good you know for self-awareness just be like oh i didn't like that part of me I, you know, I need to do some, I need to just kind of, you just learn about yourself, especially in jiu-jitsu. I learn a lot about myself. I, like, I keep saying I love jiu-jitsu because it's not just a sport, it's, you have elements of it which you take onto your outside life, like in regards to posture. It's not just posturing, you know, having your base, having your balance in guard or in on the mats. Like when you go outside, I always use posture when I'm angry or I can feel something flaring up inside me or I can feel my ego trying to come up. I always think of posture. I'm just like, okay, let me just calm down, get my base, get my balance, get my alignment. And then you just kind of use that into life. Like it's interchangeable. So it's not just a literal sense. Yeah, it's posture. not just like posture, but it's more like posture how do you want to handle yourself in those situations when you know your emotions get the better of you how are you going to handle that i love this sport oh god i can't wait to get back on the mats man midges on the mat compare yourself to yourself not others mm -hmm. and that and i think that's something that happens throughout your jiu-jitsu it doesn't matter it actually is not a white belt thing to be honest with you i think it's something that happens throughout every single aspect of your life where you're constantly comparing yourself to others mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what it is you might be on social media and think that's not the life i'm living but you you don't have the per, per perspective to actually recognize that they're not living that life either yeah i'd compare myself to my training partners but then you realize everyone's in their own journey everyone's in their own mind everyone's living their life whatever they do put in social media is manufactured I, I don't necessarily believe anything on social media someone could be happy and I'm like yeah but how many pictures did that take for you to get that shot I can't do that well, <laughs> I, I personally think that that's how people um, are like anyway that's how people they they like to portray themselves in a certain way in real life regardless whether yeah. it's social media or not but the problem with the social media aspect is that it's easier to control the perception of you because there's you're putting less of yourself out there yeah. but you get to select what you put your, put out there while with in the interaction with me and you it's like it's we, just, we, we've we've we, when we spoke to each other hang out with each other a lot so you whatever whatever falsehoods that i may have portrayed in the past you would probably already noticed it by now yeah like if, if there's anything false about me, you already noticed yeah. it, and, and you're, with your personality, you probably would have told me. Yeah, it's really hard because, like, for me, I'm still working on it because it's like I do look at people like, oh, they're doing this, oh, they're doing that, oh, I wish I was this. But then there's no need to, and the same with your jujitsu. 
Don't keep thinking, oh, I wish I could do this so I can get to this belt and that belt. Instead of just kind of and, and you're wishing, playing the game. And you're wishing you have other people's strengths. Yeah, I wish I had people's strength. I wish I had people's cardio. I wish I had people's abs. You know, it's a, it's, you don't, you don't need, there's no need to. You, you don't need abs, just look at some, I know, look, that's look, what, again, look, that's look, why I like this sport. Because there's people who do not have abs and they are killers on the mats they're they're just amazing they and it's 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 so uplifting to be like oh, i can be fit i can be empowering and i can you know i can train like a mother and i don't need to be the skinny ass you know what the beauty of abs is that it's aesthetic so it you're pretty much just looking at abs exactly and, which means that why look at your own? Why why work so hard to get your own abs when yeah. you can look at someone else's? And there's that whole thing where you can Photoshop abs. I mean, don't do that, guys. Please. Everyone is beautiful. Everyone is unique. <laughs> okay, come back. What are we talking about? No, we were, talk, so, uh, we're talking about comparing. Oh yeah, I mean, that, that is. We're, we're, we're in, but the things I think it applies to every single aspect of your life because I I have a. a I think at this point, a lot of us have a very one-sided game when we're at this level. And, and I okay. probably still have a really shit half guard. Yeah, half your half guard's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember Paige was we were doing a uh, guard passing drill and went to half guard passing, and Paige was passing my half guard and it, she asked me if I was um, going easy on her, and I said, "No, dude, I, this is how bad my half guard is." Well, at least you 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 said it. You, you know, it. you admitted your. Um, but I can't hide it. Your weakness. But, uh, but some people are just like, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I gave it to you. No, no, but no, I can't hide the fact that my half guard is shit. Yes, yeah, so because don't ever it, go it, it. because it's it's there. It's there for everyone to see and experience. And what what's going to happen? Everyone's going to. Now you know, guys. Ways <laughs> ways weakness. Ways weakness is half guard. So always try to get him into half guard and see. Um, look, 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 I think try try pass his guard from there. I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm halfway to free strike white belt for my half guard. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm almost there. I don't know what it is, because I, I think when I get to a half guard, it's like, what's going on here? Oh no, they got the court guard. Oh no, they passed my guard. What's going on? And I, I don't know how to keep that. I don't know how to keep it. Knee shield. I, yeah, but then, then they get rid of the knee shield. I'm like, what, what You're next? You're like, no! Nah, <laughs> my, 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 my brain just freezes, because it seems like half guard is, is very deep. You know, there's half guard, there's deep half guard. There's, there's so many different things in the half guard and my mind just goes blank yeah and I think what the fuck am I ever gonna get this but and like when you're down with half guard you're good with your submissions you know like there, there's a balance there and someone gets me in bottom half and I'm screwed and you're like <laughs> where do I go midges on the mat yeah think no, about learning not the yeah. results so yeah. that's that's pretty much more or less the same, isn't it? I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong with having a goal in mind. Because, yeah, it's fine. Because my goal is, again, bringing back to my half guard. My goal is to get a decent half guard. Um, I'm trying to level up my half guard to blue belt level. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. I don't know when that's going to be, but that's my goal. But there's also little things I have to do, like understanding the most fundamental aspects of a, um, of a half guard. You're understanding the process. Yeah. It's not just like... 
oh man, I don't have a good half guard. Well, then you bring it back to, back to basics. And you have to put yourself in those bad situations because yeah. I recognise that my bottom half guard is really, really, really bad. <laughs> so I have to put so myself bad. in that position. So it doesn't matter what level I'm going up against, whether it's someone better than me, someone same level or lower than me, I have to put myself in that position. If my guard gets passed, and my guard gets passed, I have to figure out a way for that half guard to work. So it doesn't really matter how many times I get smashed. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm getting smashed inside a very safe environment with with training partners I mostly trust. I mean, there's going to be some... No, there's going to be some training partners that roam all around. Names? I'm no, no, there's going to be some training partners that are absolutely unhelpful. And they're, all, they're always going to be unhelpful, even if you tell them what what's up. But I'm, but I'm in the safe environment where I can try out different things, new things. If I get smashed, if I fail, then I fail. I can't imagine that what it's like to be a perfectionist. I know. Because, because when you're a perfectionist, you're trying to not fail. Yeah. In every single moment of your life, you're trying to avoid failure. Yeah. But I've, I'm, this is going to reveal a lot about me. Go on. Because <laughs> no, I've failed at so many things in various different aspects of my life. I'm so used to failure. Oh, but, but every single time, every single time I find out, how can I fail n not as badly as before? Yes. So I'm, I'm failing less and less and less and I'm learning how to not fail as badly as the last time. A lot of the things that that's, I've gone through in my life, they're not, the failures aren't so fatal that I can't come back from. I mean, there might be some failures where I'm thinking, oh fuck, I can't can't do anything but I'm, I but I have to I, I got I got shit to do I have to I have to go on I mean I got that because I expect that I'm gonna fail in my life at some point mm -hmm. it's just I have to recognize that I'm not gonna fail like that again yeah exactly just learning from your mistake and failure will happen I mean I've lost so many comps that it's gone to the point where I don't care because it's like I'm enjoying that process of getting onto the mats and just performing and doing as well as I can and when I get back to class you can just kind of learn from those mistakes. I've heard from, I heard from some of our classmates, I mean I, I when I say heard I, I eavesdrop. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's because we're little, they can't see us so we're just they, like, what did they, you say? What did you say? Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah exactly. They, I, I, would, I would hear some of them say I'm, I, I, I'm afraid of competing because I'm gonna look bad so, but I mean at the end of the day when you look stupid you, you're, not gonna, you're only gonna look stupid for a very very tiny moment in your life because what you're gonna gain from that from looking stupid when you're gonna gain from that failure is is a lot more valuable than looking stupid for about five seconds and yes Beverly yeah so I'm just saying in regards to like looking stupid the only time you're gonna look stupid if you shit yourself. But you know what's funny? I don't know the face or the name of the people who shat themselves. I don't. Yeah, know, so I we don't, don't even know. That. So yeah, I so fuck it, yourself. It I mean, doesn't I, matter. I, I no seen, one's gonna remember you. I mean, I've seen a couple of videos. And one, one video where one woman um, shat herself, and she was wearing a white gi. And it was a judo competition, I think. That's why I don't wear white. And yeah, so you can see, you can see a brown patch on the on her um, trousers. Oh, shame. But I don't remember her face. I don't know her name. 
I don't know. I don't even remember what country she's from. I mean, so. that's good then. That 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 cancels out my point. You shit. You shit to your heart's content because no one's gonna know. So yes, overall, you're not gonna be embarrassed. You'll be embarrassed because <laughs> I'll be embarrassed. Or you just I get up to it. Or you just be like, yeah, I shit myself. So what? Let's move on. Everyone shits themselves. I just did it on the mat. You know, it's again learning curve but but that's the thing at least you've put yourself in the position to potentially succeed at something mm -hmm. instead of saying okay i'm not going to do that because when yeah. you when you tell yourself i'm not going to do that because i'm i'm afraid of failing you're also not gonna gain what you want to gain in, in life so you're too afraid to achieve something greater than what you what you already have yeah i mean I never thought I'd be competing. Midges on the mat. Subscribe, like, comment, um, follow us in our social media. We'll get that up soon. And thank you. Bye.